Hey, all you nostalgic investors. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice. I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. Almost halfway there, Kendra. You're getting there. Almost. You are getting there. Uh, I'm Nick Gunning and I've seen them all, so I know I know all the twists and turns, the bumpy road that's ahead of us, Kendra. You can find more about this show and others like it on our network's website, RadioMeanwhile.com. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at Here We Go Pod. And please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, we do have a Facebook page as well. So tell your grandma that we are on Facebook if she'd like <laughs> to follow us there. Uh, today, we're discussing Season 4, Episode 30, Vital Signs. Let's, uh, let's crack open the Condor. Condor is committed to professional standards, professional ethics. The weak need not apply. Apologies uh, for my uh, current condition of my voice. I'm going to try and keep my hacking and uh, sniffling oh. Oh, wow. to a minimum. I didn't even notice. Now that I hear it. Good, you, good. You well, kind of it's better smoking. than it was the other day. The other day I was like, I can't breathe. <laughs> Could but you, uh, it is better. Could you try singing uh, Believe by Cher just to see? You know, sometimes I can sing better when I'm phlegmy than when I'm hmm. not. It's hmm. very weird. Well, we'll I can never use the today. excuse like, oh, I'm sick. I can't yeah. sing. Yeah. Huh. Use that excuse. Okay. Uh, so this episode originally aired on May 11th of 1994. One birthday to mention, Tori Spelling turned 21. 21. Oh, to be 21. Drink all she wants now. Kendra, I think I knew you when you were 21. Yeah. Because it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> yeah. Movie-wise, we had on May 8th uh, a TV movie, The Stand. Oh. Uh, which is interesting because they just did this for TV. Yeah, as we uh, record. A TV yep. show of this. But it starred Molly Ringwald and Rob Lowe. Oh, a little Which is interesting action. because yeah. Rob Lowe, isn't Rob Lowe in, the, in Salem's Lot? He is. Yes, he is. That, He's in the, the TV. The TV movie of Salem's Lot, yeah. I like that TV movie with Rob Lowe. I liked it too. Pretty good. Yeah. I didn't hate it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on May 13th, The Crow premiered. Ooh. Something else for TV. May 13th, Johnny Carson made a surprise visit to The Late Show with David Letterman. This was his final TV appearance. Yes. Yes. Big, big time. Big time news there. Yeah, and you love David Letterman. I do love David Letterman, and this was right after the whole like battle for the Tonight Show between uh, Johnny Carson, or you know when Johnny Carson was stepping down, it was like Jay Leno versus Letterman. So for Johnny Carson to cross networks and make this appearance on Letterman was a big deal, and then you know it was the last last thing he ever did. So yeah, wow, big crazy. deal. All right, Nick, we'll take us beyond the zip code. I will. Kendra, did you know that concurrent with his role on 90210, Mark Damon Espinoza also recurred as Carlos on the classic sitcom Married with Children, starring Ed O'Neill, Katie Segal, David Faustino, and Christina Applegate? I did not know that. Maybe love... that's why he doesn't have much to do. Could be. I love Christina really Applegate. Yeah. I've liked most things she's done. I she's feel funny. Like, so. I only just realized that Ed O'Neill, that he's the grandfather in Modern Family. Yeah. And the, the patriarch, dad and married sure. Children. Yeah, yeah, I, I just didn't connect that yeah. until I finished watching the whole series, and I was watching like this behind the scenes uh -huh. thing, and I was like, oh, wait a minute, he's the guy from Married with Children. Katie Segal is Leela from Futurama. Did you know that? Oh, I didn't. Yeah. And Christina Applegate's in lots of stuff, and then there's the guy who played the brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's look at our synopsis for Vital Signs. It's showtime for Brenda, 
but it's still a sore spot between her and Steve. Mm. Dylan works with Jim to fund Kevin's research, and Kelly is losing patience with his continued focus on Suzanne, Kevin, and Erica. How dare he pay attention to his family? Forget him. Meanwhile, Brandon thinks he's at odds with the Chancellor because of Claire, and Andre's pregnancy takes another turn. Another for the turn worse. for the worse. Yeah. All right, Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills? Well, Kendra, this episode was directed by Daniel Atias and written by Larry Mullen. With lots of returning players this time, we've got Joey Tata as Nat, Carrie Keene as Suzanne, little Noli Thornton as Erica. <laughs> Nicholas Pryor as Chancellor Arnold, Mark Damon Espinoza as Jesse, Jason Carter as Roy Randolph, David Hayward as Kevin Weaver. We say goodbye to a couple of recurring characters. Nurse Dottie. This is the final of three appearances by Yuri Ogawa as Nurse Dottie. We first saw her as Nat's nurse back when he had the heart attack and the infamous... Oh, I was like, when have we seen her before? Hamburger greeting card was uh, oh, yes. Dottie's first. I don't think... They didn't call her Dottie, but I mean, same hospital, same actress. Gotta be the same character. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Playing a nurse both times. Final time we get to see Pierre Epstein as Eddie. Boy, what an instrument on that guy, right? He just just (laughs) plays that stereotype to the fullest. Finally, (laughs) David Yaus makes his final appearance as Tom. Never much more than an extra, Tom. Tom would walk through and be like, nice job, Brenda. And that's it. But it's the last time you see him. It's me, Tom. I hope you enjoyed him while I lasted. I did, yeah. A few new recurring players. We have Carrie Wooher as Ariel Hunter. She starred in movies like Anaconda, Eight-Legged Freaks, Sharknado 2, which, of course, stars Ian Zeering. Ian Zeering. She also does a lot of voice work, including voicing Maria Hill in several Marvel projects and Barbara Gordon in Gotham by Gaslight. A little disappointing, that uh, that movie, Gotham by Gaslight. I didn't see it. I read the comic, yeah, and I really liked the comic. The comic's better. Matthew Faison is Dr. Gordon, and he's he's one of those guys who just is everywhere, anywhere and everywhere. Matthew Faison has credit. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Deep Space Nine, Family Ties, and we're going to see him twice more in the 90210 franchise. Every time he shows up, it's a different character. Uh, outside of Dr. Faison. We're going to see him in Melrose Place, and he plays a different doctor later in the in the series. So Faison sounds like a, uh, a Star Trek name. Oh, it does. So, You're right. Yeah. yeah. Finally, we have Julie Payne as Peggy. Uh, my stepmom's name is Julie Payne, but it's not her. Huh. So, anyway. Are you sure? Uh, she doesn't have like hmm. a double huh. life. No, I'm pretty sure it's not her. Yeah. Have you ever seen them in the same room at the no, same time? No, that's a good point. That is a good point. <laughs> This lady has lots of Garfield credits, voicing different Garfield characters, so that's fun. Uh, she was also in Spinal Tap, Misery, Monkey Trouble, which we've talked about before, and American Wedding, which was, I guess, the the capstone of the American Pie Sequel? saga. I don't know. I don't I, know, but that's... I don't that's watch those was. movies, so... Okay, Kendra, all right. Uh, other cast members include <laughs> Ron Carlson as a one-off as PK. He just shows up once, but they named him PK. He was in The Million Dollar Kid in Unnatural. We have a Kevin Krakauer as Lenny. He was in Legal Briefs and Freaky Friday, the movie. PK is uh, short for Pastor's pastor's Kid. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So so I was a PK. You were a PK. Yeah. Yeah. I I guess I'm still a PK, technically. Boy, (laughs) it took a dark turn there. (laughs) All right. Should we get into the episode? We have to. Yeah, we have to. Let's see who dies. Just kidding. (laughs) Because remember last time I was like, Kevin's going to die. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh, So we start with a dream. 
Uh, we get several Andrea dreams. Listen, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Andrea holds the record for most dream sequences. I think so hours. at this point. I, I guess think it's she just and thing. Brenda were neck and neck, but uh, I think she's Yeah, Andrea's Brenda. edged her out because the last several times we've had one, remember the tightrope thing with uh, Gil? Uh, yeah. The, the prom situation where she like murders everybody at prom or whatever. Yep. More of the latter day dream sequences have gone to Andrea. So yes, I think you're right. I think she edges her out. So in this dream, she's walking through the woods and she hears a baby crying, but she can't find the baby. Mm-hmm. So that's that's all that happens. Does she's she hear a tree fall? Uh, you know, maybe. <laughs> we'll There's a couple. We'll see if it happens. So she wakes up to an alarm. It's 3 a.m. and she has to take her pill. Mm-hmm. So she has this alarm to wake her up. Yeah. Uh, Jesse is also awake building a crib. Uh-huh. He's supposed to be studying, but he's building this crib. At 3 a.m. he's instead. supposed to be studying. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. All right. Uh, Andrea is very, you know, she's been having a lot of bad dreams. This is uh, one in a string of many bad dreams that she's been having. Yeah. Uh, we get some typical Jesse advice here of like, ah, it's fine. You're going to be fine. Jessie. Nothing to worry about. <laughs> Apparently they're going to a different doctor to get a second opinion. Yeah. And they're hoping that maybe they'll take her off these pills. Yeah. At the Walsh house. Cindy is reading an article about the play Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's very excited because oh, yeah. Brenda's name's in there. The, and the most Cindy we've gotten excited. all season, I want to say. I know. We haven't seen her in so no, long. We Jim is doing the dishes and Brandon makes a funny, or is he cooking? He's cooking. He's cooking. He's cooking. And Brandon makes a funny comment about, oh, finally found yourself a maid, have you, yeah. Mom? Yeah. And then he says, fry on, Big Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Classic, classic Walsh humor. Yeah. He is on his way to pick up the handbooks yes. for the task force. Right. I guess this is what they're taking to Washington. I think so, yeah. Because he's, remember, Brandon's like, a, like point man on this Washington trip to meet Bill Clinton. Yeah, it's a like a compilation of all their work, right, yeah. in these in these books. Yes. So he leaves to do that. Brenda comes downstairs. She is, she's ready for the play. Mm-hmm. She's in the zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said that... Who's going to sit with Jim and Cindy? Is it David and Donna? Yes, David and Donna. Sit? Mm-hmm. Um, and she said that she offered Steve a ticket, but that he declined. Yes. Mm. You'll remember in the last episode, Steve asked for forgiveness, and she was like, eh. She's not there yet. Not not there, but she, she did offer him a ticket. It's an olive branch. No. I think it's an olive branch. At Dylan's house, Erica bursts into their room and wakes them up. Kelly yeah. and uh, Dylan are in bed together. Yes, they are. She's very concerned because she thinks she overheard Suzanne and Kevin talk about moving to South America. Mm. And she's like, and they're all in the living room. Yeah. And we're all here to see you. Uh-huh. Which uh, Kelly is just like, she's she, not hiding she anything at this point. I mean, this one I got to give to Kel. I mean, they're they're sound asleep and these people are already like in Dylan's house and stuff. That's pretty annoying. <laughs> well, she was like, she, she could have walked in and asked making love. Making love. And Dylan's like, eh. <laughs> I don't think anyone can successfully say making love without sounding stupid. What do you think? <laughs> it did. No, it sounded stupid. It was odd when she said it. Yeah. <laughs> Were they just not allowed to say? I don't like, know. Having sex? I'm then sure they've said having sex before. I'm sure they have too. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why Kelly was feeling hoity-toity at the moment, but yeah. So Dylan goes out there and is like, "So you guys are moving to South America?" And they're like, "No, we're maybe moving to the Southwest, right. but not South America." Yep. 
which is still moving yeah. in, in Erica's eyes. Yeah. It's not much better. Yeah, no, no dice. Southwest. But Kevin feels like there's no room in LA for what he wants to do. He needs to go somewhere else to set up his own lab yeah. and whatever. Yeah, he's he saying basically he can replace the job that he had, but he'll be in the same position. So he's got to have, he's got to hang a shingle on the door. Kevin, ocean scientist. <laughs> and what better place to do that than Arizona? I'll throw microorganisms into your ocean. Yeah. <laughs> and you that get a sounded, microorganism. That sounded you get a sexual. Micro- in a little bit. That sounded sexual, a but I bit. didn't mean it that a way. A little bit it did. <laughs> it did. Can we make that a thing? Hashtag throwing microorganisms into your ocean. <laughs> Please, Twitter, make it happen. Okay, so Kelly comes out and is like, hey, bye, and just leaves. Oh, yeah, no, no. It's funny because she's like, I just came over to pick something up, and now I'm leaving. Yeah, why did she make that excuse? Like, they don't know that she stays there. Yeah. Uh, And as soon as she leaves, Erica is like, I still think you should be with Brenda. Yeah. So Erica likes Brenda. She does. She's Team Brenda. At Kelly Donna Davids, Donna is in the entertainment chairman for, is yeah, it Mardi Gras? Right? I have no idea what she's doing. I, I don't, don't know. know what she's doing either, yeah. but she has to pick a, an artist to play. I think it's Mardi Gras. I think they say it later. But It's some Mardi Gras thing. Is it for the sorority? Like in what situation does Donna have? I don't it? know. Okay. All right. I think it's just, I think it's for the college in some capacity. And somehow Donna, who doesn't have a radio show anymore, is the one choosing the talent yeah. for the college. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't make sense. But, All right. Yeah, uh, let a freshman do it. Dylan's, not Dylan, David's kind of helping her and doesn't really like any of the Mm-mm. music. I don't know. It's Mm-mm. it's a very tiny scene. I didn't really write much And yet it. the biggest scene they've had since... <laughs> I don't even know when the David's in the drugs, I guess. At the chancellor's office, Brandon brings the handbooks. He puts them on the secretary's desk. Mm-hmm. And Peggy, is that I, her I name? think so. Yeah, it's my Peggy. stepmom. Yep. <laughs> and um, he opens it up and looks at the list of delegates, and his name is not there. Ruh-roh. The list of delegates going to Washington. His, and you will recall. Is... Their last interaction was Claire-related. Yes. Where Brandon was like, she's crazy. She tried to put a microorganism in my ocean. And the chancellor's like, I'm sorry if she was a nuisance. (laughs) And uh, and Claire did tell him that he was going to regret telling the chancellor all that stuff. So he tries to go in and talk to the chancellor about it, but Peggy is like, oh, he does not want to be disturbed. You can't go in there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, usually he just goes right in. Yeah, he's got a free pass. Not not yeah. right now. Not right now. At the doctor's office, bad news bears for oh. Jesse and Andrea. Uh-huh. The pills that she's been taking are not working. Not working. She has dilated another centimeter. There is an excess of amniotic fluid. Yeah. The condition, he says, has become dangerous, mm-hmm. and they don't think she's going to be able to carry her baby to term. He drops a lot of knowledge on her there without much of a bedside manner. He is very, say. I know, yeah. he's very, like, straightforward yeah. about it. Yeah. No empathy mm-hmm. at all. They want her to check into the hospital, like, now. Yeah, he's like, maybe even today. Yeah. <laughs> just just come on in. Yeah, that'd be fun. Check into the hospital. He's like, we don't want your water to break. Right. We're going to try and just prolong yeah. your your pregnancy as, as long as possible. Yeah. But he was like, you need to wrap your head around you're going to have a premature child. Yeah. I cannot imagine being Gabrielle Carteris and, oh, and doing I know. this. I know. I just yeah. can't. Yeah. 
it would stress me out. I agree. <laughs> I don't I know. I mean, she, I mean, her personal pregnancy has to be ahead of Andrea's, I would think. I don't know if at this point she has given birth or if she's still very mm. much pregnant. I'm not sure when that happens. So, mm. but yeah, I know. Maybe we could look up when she had that's her true. child. The whole way through, though, I mean, she's, they've called on her to do a lot of stuff that would be like scarring yeah. for you. So, and she does it. I mean, she, she gives a good performance. She does, yeah. So, uh, Nick, were you wondering what happened to Laura? Yeah, Laura. Where's Laura? Uh, well, here we go. Okay. At Steve, Steve's dorm room. Steve, or no, I'm sorry. It's Laura's dorm room. Yeah. Steve is packing up all her things. What a hero. He, <laughs> he told what her parents hero. that he would send her stuff to Fresno. Yeah. So she's back in Fresno. Mm -hmm. He said that, uh, her parents said this is not the first time that yes. she's tried to kill herself. Uh huh. And Brandon very pointedly says, okay, well then Steve, it's nothing you did. Yeah. Yep. Steve, you're in the clear. Disagree. You have play no part. Disagree. In this Writers of 90210. Disagree. Yeah. And then that's it. That's it. We're done. So long, Laura. We hardly knew Laura. you. So Steve is talking about he wants to patch things up with Brenda, but he just doesn't think he can go yeah. to the play. He thinks it'll just be weird, which I kind of understand. Yeah, I think it would be weird. Yeah. So, But he was, I mean, they were pretty awful to each other. I mean, obviously Steve started it. But Brenda was pretty harsh. I mean, a lot of ugly words have gone down here. And I, I do sort of feel like if they're going to get past it and have some sort of relationship, he kind of has to go, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think he has Otherwise, to go. Otherwise, it will just always be a thing if he doesn't yeah. go. It's going to be weird, but... You know. Especially because Brenda is, like, actively being like, I want you to go. Yeah. Although still withholding forgiveness, which is kind of a weird... Yeah. Matter, but, well, okay. <laughs> Steve makes some comment about like, well, I guess we both like crazy women or something like that. And I thought he was referencing Emily Valentine, but he just meant Claire. That was a perfect opportunity to reference Emily Valentine. Oh, and we yeah. didn't get it. So Well, several of Brandon's past That's true. people probably. Yeah. But yeah. Yep. Definitely Emily Valentine, I think, takes the cake. Right. I mean the situation, like the broad strokes are very similar and we didn't even get a passing mention. So I thought that was strange. Considering how good they are at callbacks to plot. Yeah. Missed opportunity. I guess so. Brandon brings up that he thinks something is going on with the chancellor oh yeah and he's like and all i did was not lay a hand on his wild child and daughter to be fair he laid some hands on her if we're uh if we're he being did. fully honest he did <laughs> he is you know he hasn't pushed her away no he's like, like he no stop while they're making out <laughs> backstage it's it's showtime for brenda mm -hmm. she's doing the, the lips the teeth the tip of the tongue the tip of the tongue the teeth the lips <laughs> Uh, her and Roy are just like BFFs now. Oh my gosh, they are. He just like comes in, kisses her on the head, yeah. and they just have like conversations super close to each yeah. other's faces. The, the amount of time he spends touching her is yeah. very uncomfortable. It's a lot. Me. It's a lot. I can't yeah. imagine a world and in kiss, which I, I mean, he kisses her several he times. He does. Yeah. It's very so, touchy. Uh, someone left her a present and she opens it up and it's a medallion. I forget what the saint's name is. No, but I it's forgot the, to patron saint of actors yeah uh on this little medallion yeah, and roy, necklace. roy recognizes it oh i haven't seen yes. one of these in years <laughs> and uh she looks at the card it's from dylan oh d money coming dylan, through dylan sent her a present yeah he did at andrea's poor andrea she's just she's very confused uh -huh. distraught uh -huh. she thinks that you know it's her fault yep. 
what's happening. Mm-hmm. And she's very, very, very afraid she's just going to lose the baby. Yeah, it's scary stuff. But Jesse shows her the finished crib and kind of calms her down and is like, you know, I didn't finish this crib for no reason. Mm-hmm. We're going to have this baby. But then like his last look before it fades to black is very worried. Yeah. I feel like if Jesse was a little bit more like open with her, but he always, he, I think he's trying to be comforting or at least he's written to be comforting. But yeah, to me, he just seems so. more like he's dismissing all of her fears rather than acknowledging yeah. them. I don't like it. <laughs> Uh, all right, we go straight to the curtain call for the play. We don't get to see any of it. I wrote down in my notes, so glad we didn't have to watch the play. <laughs> and I mean it. I mean, all the stuff we've seen so far has been enough for a lifetime. So the yeah. fact that they spared little, us little episode, I wonder if maybe they knew. I wonder if maybe they were like, mm, we don't need to show that. It did surprise me. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I guess it's over. Uh, Brenda gets a standing ovation. Erica and Dylan uh, rave about Brenda. Oh my gosh. They're amazing. they're over the moon about yeah. her. Cindy and Jim are very impressed. Yeah. The Chancellor's there and Brandon tries to talk to him and he kind of brushes him off. Yeah. And Brandon's like, oh, well, I'll talk to you tomorrow. And he's like, Brandon, I'm very busy so tomorrow. Swamped. I don't so have time. Swamped. I don't have time for have you, time. Brandon. No. Roy comes out with Brenda and he's got like his hand uh, everywhere. on her shoulder. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, you know, yeah. parading her around, yeah. talking to everyone. Brenda, this whole episode has this like soft she actor uh-huh. kind uh-huh. of tone. <laughs> yeah. Was that good? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's my Brenda impression. It was. Well, it's perfect because of your phlegm, I think, that really yeah. helps. Yeah, the so. phlegm really helps. Yeah. For sure. The gang congratulates her, but before she is whisked away to meet people Roy wants her to meet. Yes. Dylan talks to Jim about investing in Kevin's mm-hmm. company, which I called last week. I think I was like, I think he's yes. going to think he's going to do it. He's going to bankroll him. Yep. He's going to invest. Cindy has met Eddie. Yes. Wants Jim to come over and meet Eddie because yeah. he's from New York. Yeah. They make a New York joke. I can't remember what the joke was. Jim says our best friends are from New York. And I just want you to put a pin in that little bit of information, Kendra, because without giving anything away, that surprised me a little bit because that is threading a needle that we won't see for a while. Oh, and so I, was like, I just thought that was a throwaway line. I know, but that's the, I don't, I've never, I mean, I've probably watched this episode maybe twice in my whole life and I didn't catch it like when I had rewatched it. But when I watched it this time, I was like, wait a minute, that's a reference to, you know, and so I, I think that's cool. So you'll see when it pays off, but that is, right. a, that's an important little bit of trivia there. All right. Kelly already does not approve of him investing in Kevin. No, no. It's not clear why, but she doesn't I, approve. Yeah, I, I've never got the impression that Kelly is suspicious of them. I don't... Yeah, I haven't either. I don't really think that's the issue. I don't... To tell you the truth, I mean, other than just it's inconvenient for them, I don't fully understand what Kelly's issue with them is. I don't know either. Yeah. Erica is like all over Brenda. So that's also causing some jealousy for her because Dylan even is like, oh, she's always wanted a big sister. Yeah. Why would he say that to Kelly? Yeah. I think Dylan wants out. Yeah, I think so too. I think think he's, I think they both have for a while. Yeah. At the hospital, they've put a fetal monitor on Andrea and the heartbeat is strong. So that's good. And Jesse has a test to go take, and she convinces him to go take his test. Yes, his it's a final. Yeah, yeah, he's, he can't really miss it. 
back on campus, Kelly and Brandon have a little talk. He is uh, he's sitting on his car, staking out the chancellor's office. Yeah. Trying to, to catch him. Before he goes in for the day. Yeah. And he seems very resigned. He's just like, well, that's it. Yep. I'm just not going, yep. I guess. That's just the way it is. And Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, Kelly, it does seem very clear that the chancellor is avoiding him. It does. I don't. I mean, he's not. It's not just in his head. It does yeah, seem strange. Everything that's happening seems very clear. Kelly makes a comment about it being a self fulfilling prophecy, that you know he thinks yeah. it, and so that's the way it is. Yeah. A car pulls in, and he thinks that it's the chancellor, but it's Peggy, the hey, secretary. Yep. And Brandon is like, "Oh, can I go see the chancellor?" And she's like. Uh, well, Ooh, he's already in his he office. Your guts. And no. So sorry. So sorry. Yep. Next, we're at a recording studio. Donna is booking Babyface yeah. for Baby the, uh, whatever, Mardi Gras, whatever this is. She's I think we're going to see Babyface in the season finale. What do you think, Kendra? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, and David is just there. To be there, I guess. Yeah, he has no on. reason to be there just yeah. to hang out. Donna, by the way, is like, she's got this like black halter top uh -huh. on, like full stomach. Yeah. I just, we haven't seen her dress like that. Not in a while. In a very long time. Yeah. That's her, that's her booking, uh, yeah. booking a musician out there. <laughs> yeah. So David is just waiting on Donna and he runs into this girl that works at the studio and she's like a very low level intern kind of person mm -hmm. but they get into a conversation and she invites david to jam with a band that she's kind of put together yeah and we learn her name is ariel hunter that's right because she's sort of like on, on the low end of things so she's trying to get something going so she can discover something and yes. pretty much sight unseen as far as david's musical capabilities she's like why don't you come and jam and he's like, yeah. okay. She doesn't know how good he is. I got a fade cut and an earring. <laughs> you look like you can play the yeah, piano. Yeah, he sure does, yeah. At the Walsh house, Jim and Dylan are discussing investing. Mm -hmm. And Jim is, you know, he's kind of hesitant about it. And mm -hmm. he's like, I think we should talk to Kevin. Like, I want to see right. who Kevin is right. first. And he's like, let's do this next week. And Dylan's like, no, 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 tomorrow, Sunday. <laughs> yeah. I want you to meet Kevin. Yeah. Because he doesn't want He's them to hurry. move. I guess. I guess they're looking to move like ASAP. Oh, is it move? I guess I kind of thought that he didn't, Dylan wanted to get in on the ground floor. That was oh, my that's right. He's going to like meet with other investors. Yeah. He wants to, that's he wants to scoop up this hot, hot microorganism. Yes. Microorganism. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, so they're gonna do this like brunch at the Walsh House yeah. and invite Kevin Fancy. and Eric and Suzanne. Do you like a good brunch, Kendra? Oh yeah. Do you? Who doesn't love a good brunch? I'm not a big brunch fan. I'm, you know, breakfast anytime yeah. is my. Oh, I'll motto. do. Listen, I'll do breakfast for lunch, but it's the mixing of the two. I just don't. I find it to be an <laughs> unsatisfactory lunch and a weird breakfast. So, you know. You okay. gotta go. It's gotta be like a buffet, though, yeah. where you can like keep going up yeah. and keep getting all sorts of stuff. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I think you just haven't had the right brunch. Yeah, you know what? I've had a lot of crappy brunches. You could be right. We should do. We should do like a side series where we just like go <laughs> and do brunch yes. at different places. Kendra, a thousand times yes. <laughs> all right, think of a name for that show while I while I keep while I keep going. Brunch buddies. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. That's a sim that's you know, an easy one. The brunch bunch? <laughs> the brunch bunch. <laughs> All right. Okay, so Dylan and Brenda are discussing the review in the Condor, which is very good for Brenda. Uh, everyone loves Brenda, the I guess. The heat is on. Dylan and Brenda it have is. some outright steam scenes here. And she, like, has that low, yeah. like, deep yeah. tone this whole episode. Yeah, it's like whenever, again, it goes back to that Melrose Place he's seen. It's like whenever Brenda's on the seat, it's like there's Vaseline on the lens, the lights yeah. come down. She's like, oh, Dylan. Yeah. Thank you yep. for the necklace. <laughs> And they talk about uh, when they went fishing together, and Sexy she fishing. said that it was the, yeah. the best time she had all year. Mm -hmm. Yep. And she thanks him for the present and for standing by her when no one else did. Mm -hmm. And I wrote, kiss on the cheek. Does he give her a kiss on the cheek? Does oh, she I give can't... him a kiss on the cheek? I feel like she gives him a kiss on the cheek. Okay. Yeah, she does. I remember now. <laughs> yeah, because then it's kind of awkward. Uh -huh. And he's like, have a good show. Bye. Yeah, right, right. I guess they do kiss on the cheek and then it's like awkward for a minute. Yeah. And then they both go to talk. Yeah. And she's like, I was just going to say that I'm going to go. Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> and he was right. like, cause he starts okay, to have say, a good show. He's like, listen, Bren, I, and so yeah. I think he thinks she's going to be like, I do still love you, but yeah. she's just out of there. So yeah. Yep. At the hospital, Donna has brought a present for Andrea oh, and etch a sketch. Yeah. And a book about, yeah. Imagining uh -huh. pink energy around yeah, your you baby. You just gotta think pink. That's all you gotta do. Think pink. Yep. Uh, she fills Andrea in on everybody's life and what's you know what's going on outside the hospital. Andrea makes a comment that Jesse has been her rock. Oh sure. I don't know about that, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon and Jesse then have a little talk outside of the room, and Jesse talks about how scared he is. Then the doctor comes in. He wants to do an amnio just to check things mm -hmm. because. It can lead to birth defect, so they want to check that. Yep. At the studio, David is in there jamming oh, yeah. alone. Yeah. On the keyboard. Like he's playing a demo on a synth keyboard yeah. is what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah it is. And uh, the other, the band guys come in and they're just, they're kind of jerks yeah. to him, you know, right from the get-go. Just be like, oh, hey, who's this guy yeah. kind of thing. But they um, fall but they in the start, line. They, they fall start, in line real quick. Yeah, they start jamming together, and uh, sounds pretty. It sounds good. I guess we're supposed to think. <laughs> I it think we're supposed good. to think they're really they're really meshing with each other. Yeah. <laughs> and David is very like subdued. Mm -hmm. Like they're kind of being jerks to him, and he's like, "Okay, yeah, I'm just gonna play my music." <laughs> At the Peach Pit, uh, I just wrote talking about brunch i don't even know who's here our new podcast talking. talking about brunch is that the title <laughs> talking about brunch talking about brunch with nick and kendra <laughs> we could just do brunch question yeah. mark <laughs> <laughs> yeah yep oh so i think it's like the gang because then nat comes in with roy and brenda yeah nat had gone to brenda's show and it was like a religious experience for nat <laughs> he is over He's the like, moon about it like i have seen the it. definitive portrayal of maggie the cat and i can die on my hamburger grill a happy man <laughs> uh roy mentions that he thinks she should get some classical training yeah. uh to really you know go to the next level go to the next level yeah yeah Steve is there and kind of tries to talk to Brenda, but she's like, you need to come see my play. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want to see this play. And she's like, well, 
you need to see my play. Yeah. So, yeah. And then it's funny because she walks away and Steve's like, she's never going to forgive me. And everyone at the table is like, see the, see the play, Steve. Yeah. See the play, Steve. Yeah, yeah. It was funny. He's got to go to a matinee. The matinee always sucks. Mm. It's just a slow energy. Yeah, it is. You got to keep hard. that energy it's going. It's the middle of the day. It's tough. <laughs> at the hospital, Andrea is dreaming again. This time... She finds a weird little tiny baby. <laughs> she finds a micro baby in the forest. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like a little cabbage patch doll. She's walk wandering around, just like looking around, and then she, yeah, she has her hands in like kind of like open prayer hands, like a book. Yeah, and in it is a tiny, but it's it's not a doll. It's like a teeny no. tiny like human it's, baby. Yeah. Ensconced in a pink baby. light, and she's like, "Oh, you tiny little monster! How much I love you!" And why wouldn't they just use a real baby? I guess because it's a preemie, and they're showing that it's little. Okay. In the pink light, but I, it was it was very little. No, it was it was it was like Thumbelina little. little. Yeah. <laughs> if you had a baby like that, you'd be in books. <laughs> so she wakes up and she talks with Dottie, the nurse, a little bit hey, about how she's been having all these bad dreams, but this one was great. And the nurse says that it looks like your nightmare is over. Mm -hmm. And I bet it is. Yeah. I bet everything's going to be fine now. No problems. At the studio, the the guys are still jamming. And the guys all like him now. Yeah, After jamming with him for an hour or two, they're like, hey, come play with us anytime, man. And they finish their, as they finish the song, like all the other instruments fade out and David plays an outro that is so long. I'm just being yeah. like, ta-ting, 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 ta-ting. It's so long. And they're like, righteous. But uh-oh. You know what else they Nick. love, Kendra? <laughs> they love crack cocaine. Yeah. So the one guy is like, oh, I know where I know you from. You used to hang out in that drug dorm yeah. that we all used to that go to. That room that was painted black and had no furniture. Yeah. <laughs> that there was an underground. <laughs> yeah, they name drop Howard. Like, oh, you must yep. know Howard and stuff. But... Yep. And they say they've got a gram of orange juice uh, wink, in their wink, bag. Wink, wink. It's meth. They were doing meth. Not crack cocaine. I mean, they probably would do crack cocaine. But I Why believe they I were doing today? meth. You're freaking me out. I wish you'd Sorry. stop trying. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, the, you know, now David is very uncomfortable, but yeah. Donna comes in with Ariel and they're like, guess what? You're going to open for baby face. Big deal. You random group of nobodies. <laughs> Donna has uh, complete authority on who opens for yeah. baby face at the college. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And they're booking it this last minute, exactly. I guess. <laughs> At the chancellor's office, Brandon is there to see the chancellor, and he is not taking Come no Come hell or high water, Peggy. He, he busts through the door, and he, he, you know, goes off about, yeah. I've worked too hard, and I'm sorry that I said that stuff about your daughter, yeah. but it's true, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And the chancellor's like, you are you are going to Washington. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. It was all a misunderstanding. Yeah. Which His I name think is... somehow got left off the list. Yeah. And then the list is what generated the tickets and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I don't, I wish that they would have at least had a thing where the chancellor was embarrassed about how Claire acted or something, some reason why he was so clearly avoiding Brandon. Like it's just, it was too much to be coincidental. It was a lot. I think he could have been like, look, I was embarrassed about my daughter and blah, blah, blah. But no, he was just like, 
Well, what a what a weird series of coincidences. <laughs> um, he says he admires the way that he what? handled Claire. Yeah, he likes that Brandon was able to put her in her place. Yep. Weird. So all is well there. At the Walsh house, we're having brunch now. And they're talking about Kevin's work and how polluted the ocean is. Mm-hmm. Kelly is just like, nah, <laughs> not impressed. Oh, there was a whole thing at the Peach Pit where that's when you said they were talking about brunch. That's what they were talking about. Kelly was, Dylan was like, you coming? And Kelly was like, I haven't been invited. And he's like, oh my gosh, of course you can come. And there's this whole thing. So like already there was weirdness between Dylan and Kelly at re-brunch. But here yes. we are and she's not having a good time. No. At the hospital, David and Donna are, I guess they're just there. Yeah, I think so. Yep. And David is saying that he doesn't want to play with the band and finally tells Donna that they're, he's like, they're drug hounds. They're breaking they're, yep. And she's like, oh, well, why didn't you tell me I'm not booking them and I won't book Babyface either. And he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> Book Babyface. He's yeah, a good guy, apparently. Yeah, they really... It must have been in Babyface's contract. Of like, yeah, you can talk about Babyface, but you talk about how good Babyface is. <laughs> because why she would threaten to cancel Babyface makes no sense. Yeah. And then why she had to... David had to go the distance to be like, no, he's good people. He's Just known in the industry for being he's known against in the industry. that stuff. Yeah. Just say no. So good for David. He for was not putting himself in that situation. He was honest for once. Nothing but good decisions for David going forward. <laughs> they, uh, Dylan Probably. is now dropping Kelly off. Are they, is it at Somewhere. college? Is Somewhere. It at, I don't know where they are. I'm not sure either. Maybe it's the hospital. Yeah, it could be. I'm not sure. He's dropping her off somewhere. And they're, they kind of have a what's going on with us mm-hmm. conversation. And Dylan suggests that they just forget everything that's happened in the past couple weeks. And yeah. just start over. Yeah. And it seems like it's going to work. Yeah. They, they kiss a little. Uh-huh. You think it's going to work, but then Kelly brings up that since Suzanne moved here, he has changed. Mm. And he's like, well, you just resent them because they take attention away from you. And Kelly's like, you know what? I don't think we can fix this. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, let's see other people. And she's like, well, we know how that goes. And he was like, yeah, you taught it to me. Yeah. Because she did that to him. Old one time and yep. he drives off and i guess they're, they're broken, broken up. up broken up it's happened just before. like that yep they're broken up mm-hmm. at the play another straight to curtain call yeah. More applause for brenda Thank goodness many compliments from eddie roy is telling her to you know to get the training like she has the talent but she needs yep. the training yep and steve came he comes he backstage and she all see- is forgiven. She sees him in the mirror and she's like, Steve, oh, I'm sorry I said you were spineless and weak and terrible. <laughs> He's all like, is forgiven, I'm Nick. I'm sorry I told everyone that you slept with an old British man. <laughs> uh, and they hug and she gets makeup all over his jacket. His white jacket. And also, yeah. speaking of all white clothes, when you see Jesse, there's a scene with Jesse and Brandon and he's wearing all white clothes. Oh, is I think he? I think he's actually wearing very very pale khaki, but he looks insane. Is all. <laughs> that reminded of me whites. of um, when my brother. <laughs> it's funny now. It was very embarrassing then. I'm sure I told you this, but when my brother went to basic training mm-hmm. uh, for the army, we couldn't talk for for like it was like a month or two. We just like couldn't talk. Mm-hmm. 
And so I went to his graduation for basic training and like, I didn't know this was going to happen, but when we finally got to like see him and hug him, I just like burst into tears mm. and couldn't stop crying. And so I, and I hugged him and I like cried and got makeup all over his like army. And he was kicked out <laughs> of the army. Well, it would have been, I think if a uh, superior had seen him, it would not have been good, but we managed to, <laughs> to wipe it all off. Wow. But now they bring it up. They're like, he's always like, remember when you cried and got makeup all over me? And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like I did this. not know that was going to yeah. happen. <laughs> and now he's off stationed on the USS Christmas. Is that right? Yep. Is that where he's yep. at? Okay. Exactly. So. Yep. All right. Last scene here. Brandon comes to say goodbye to Andrea because he's leaving for Washington. But uh-oh. <laughs> her water breaks yes and it is too early for that too to be early. happening That's scary stuff and she's just hysterical saying mm -hmm. it's not going to be okay mm -hmm. it's not going to be okay uh and brandon is like you know i'm gonna i'm not leaving i'm gonna stay until you know and jesse's there too but that that's how it ends my wife was a week late and we went to out to lunch and saw the amazing spider-man 2 with Andrew Garfield, and while we were driving home, her water broke, and then we went to the hospital, and she was in labor for 27 hours. <laughs> Man, babies are weird. Yeah, babies are weird. Just come out on time. I know, just come. When you're supposed to. Just do it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, and so it is, it's, <laughs> I feel like I took the uh, the wind out of the sails of this uh, tragic ending here, but it gets scary. Andrea's like wheeled away, and everybody's very nervous about what's happening, especially Andrea. Yep. Do you, have a, so. do you have a 90210 snap for this episode, Kendra? Um, maybe, maybe that ending. Yeah? Okay. I think I got to give it to that one Brenda Dillon scene that's just like dripping in sex. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. that was just, I, I think you could, a case could also be made for the Dylan Kelly breakup scene. Also pretty yeah. good. But something, you're right. Whatever's going on with Brenda in this episode, <laughs> she is just, she's Turned off the rails. 11. She really is. Yeah. <laughs> She's got her smolder settings are way up. Uh, what did you <laughs> yeah. think, Kendra? Did you like the episode? Yeah, I didn't hate this episode. No, I had a good time with it. I, again, hate the Laura stuff, so let's just set that aside. Uh, yeah. But outside of that, I'm pretty interested in the plot. I got to tell you, and I genuinely don't remember, so I'm not playing coy. How is the next episode the season finale? I know. It really doesn't seem we're like we're at the end. We're not building to anything. No. You know? No. Nope. Oh, I do kind of remember some stuff, but still. <laughs> it I, like, like I mean we've said, got we just had Kelly and Dylan break up so yeah. maybe he'll get with Brenda yeah maybe <laughs> he'll he'll jump right back maybe. to Brenda maybe it just seems like every other season we've been crescendoing to a certain point and this one this could have been the middle of the season for all of the like plot yeah. trajectory we have so it'll be an interesting season finale different from I think every other one up to this point because we know yeah. this season has been different than the other ones I feel like we've had more mini arcs, mini arcs yeah in this in yeah. this one than we have in the past yeah. I agree I kind of so. I was thinking college was more serialized but you're right I mean we've had all these little pods of episodes kind of like the third season of Veronica Mars Kendra same thing happened oh, interesting I don't know I don't know. Well, I'm excited about the season finale. So you can join us Me next too. week. Me too. We made it. Season four, episode 31, Mr. Walsh goes to Washington. And outside of the Radio Meanwhile Network, Kendra, I host House Things, podcast and radio show for the David A. Howe Public Library. And June 15th, first full episode of This Andorian Life, right here on the Radio Meanwhile Network, is going to air. So you can go find that somewhere. We're also doing a fun giveaway. Kendra, do you want this? Is, this is breaking <gasps> a giveaway? news. giveaway? 
we have special original animation cells from the Ewok cartoon. <gasps> and watch this Andorian Life on Twitter. It's just Andorian Life on Twitter or Facebook. And we're going to have some chances to win some authentic cells from the show. That's cool. I, I have a cell from uh, Return of the Jedi. Oh, that's cool. I mean, I'm sure it's not like, you know. Oh, I do too. A little a little plaque of it. But yeah. It's like, yeah, 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 and it's got an Ewok on it. Oh, really? Hand yeah. it over. That's cool. <laughs> nope, it's mine. That's cool. All right, what about you, Kendra? Where else are you? I am Miss Musebox91 online, and I have a website, MissMusebox.com. I also have an Etsy. Miss Musebox Crafts. Okay. I've never mentioned the Etsy, but the time. I have stuff there as well. And um, I'm also the co-host of the podcast, 90s Music Got Me oh, Like, where each yes. week we talk about a different 90s song. Fun. And most recently, we talked about Walking in Memphis by Mark oh, Kahn. Mm-hmm. I heard one. Cher sing that live. <laughs> really? I did, yeah. Uh, you may not want to listen to this episode if you're a oh, fan. Oh, I know. I know Cher. how your co-host feels about the Cher version of Walking in Memphis. That's that's not news to me. So, uh, But, I, but yeah, I will. give it a listen. I will. Okay. All right. Well, I already said it. But again, season finale. Next week, Woo! Mr. Walsh goes to Washington. 902 and here we go to brunch. Here we go to brunch. I mean, that's a good title. <laughs>